Yo. Yo, Zero, wake up. Wake up, dude. Yo. Yo, Zero, wake your ass up. Come on, man. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. Zero, wake I'm, up. I'm up, zombie. What the fuck, man? What's up? Come on now. It's quarter to six, man. We got it, the 7.30 flight, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, Z. 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 Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Ed, I hear you. Yo, take this information mm-hmm. down, man. I ain't got a pen, man. All right. Well, tell your girl. Remember it or something. Can you Can you do that? All right. Erica, write this down. All right. Um, It's uh, flight 138. 138. Leaving PDX. PDX. Going to LAX. Oh. Cali? Yeah, no doubt, baby. We got to make that paper. Oh, no doubt. All right. All right. You all right? I'm up, man. I'm up. No, Z. I'm up, man. Flight 138. All right, 730. I'll meet you at the airport. California. Yeah. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I'm going, going back, back to Okay, should I stop it then? Uh, no, fuck it. So, in in New Japan Pro Wrestling, there was a Bullet Club, and then in NXT, there was Balor Club. These were two uh, factions that uh, stables that had basically the same guys, but once they moved over to WWF, uh, they had to change the name. Um, my version of that for the online Galaxy Twitter community was Banner Club because you know we fucking we put banners up, mm-hmm. uh, and so that just followed in that same suit. So it's it's my name for my group of galaxy Twitter people. Okay. Cool. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I have no idea what they're talking about. It's really not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. It's nerdy as hell, but it's, it's the same group of people who are like the coal miners. Um, yeah. Okay. I know. I, I kind of, I kind of got that banner banner club runs LA galaxy Twitter. And I like the, you guys put up the, like the too sweet. Yeah. Know, it's, yeah. The too sweet emoticon. <laughs> it's, it's the nerdiest thing. But I love it. I love it. Banner Club rules all. All right. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast, episode 21. The podcast that's not always factually accurate, but tons of spunk. As always, I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Chris Zero Cold Sucker. How's it going, man? That's what you did a second time? Yes. Like, that's what you were struggling through? Yes. Like, just don't do it. But I wanted to do it. I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm really good. I'm freedom, well. baby. Freedom. Very well. A lot of freedom. I'm free, as always, for now. So as you may have heard from our little opening uh, skit that we did, hey. uh, my man Chris uh, has a surprise for everybody. Yeah, um, I, I got to, well, I guess I teased it a few weeks back, and now we can officially say, because we've informed our jobs and our friends up here, uh, I will be moving back to the fantastic city of Los Angeles, um, my home, <laughs> my home, uh, at about halfway through March. So might miss the first game, first game of the season, uh, but I should be there by the second or third home game, and I'm really, really fucking excited about it. Oh, man, that's so fucking awesome. I, we're going to actually get the uh, Riot Squadcast studio going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another thing we were working on. Um, looks like a Riot Squadcast podcast studio is going to happen. Um, it's going to smell like sweat and old beer. <laughs> sweat and obesity yeah <laughs> sweat and diabetes <laughs> sweat no i'm not, that's that's so uh, dude I'm, I'm so pumped i can't wait man not oh, only, yeah. not only just because it's it make the recording the podcast easier but i mean just to, to see your face 
Oh, sweet, sultry, screaming, sweaty Luther Vandross-like face at home games. Oh, yeah, of course, man. That's what Uh, it's about, dude. I'm retired from all that. I'm going to be sitting in the back uh, drinking beers and overanalyzing games. Yeah, sure. It's going to be fun. That'll happen the first 10 minutes, and then you'll you'll start screaming at people. Well, you know, my eyes are so bad, I can't see the game, like, looking uh, from a regular stadium seat anymore. So I'm just going to stand there, and it'll be blurry. At least until I get glasses. Well, of course, dude. That's what you got to do, man. Getting old. But yeah, coming back home, coming back to, to Los Angeles and um, Erica and the kids are coming back and we should be stationed in Long Beach, uh, which I've wanted to live in for a long time. So really, really looking forward to it. A lot of new opportunities for, you know, not just myself, and but the podcast as a whole, especially with us, uh, you know, being closer together. Maybe we can do it more often. Uh, get some different guests in, get some Riot Squad people in, get some Galaxy players in. You know, who knows? We had already, we had always began this with the mantra that we would, you know, ooh, how do I say this? Uh, we would keep it authentic and original. Is that fair? Yeah. Uh, so where it's it's really just you and I, and it's it's going to be relatively low rent and and easy. But with us being in the same city, uh, it should be a lot easier for us to maybe take this to a, a next level if that's possible. So really, really hopeful, looking forward to it a lot. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm so stoked, dude. When you told me a couple of weeks ago, I was like, uh, yes. Was that you fucking nutting? Uh, a little bit. It's, <laughs> oh. It was a, it was a, it was a pre. Pre. A little pre, pre. moving. Yeah. Pre, pre. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's, I was excited. I was excited. No, definitely. As, as you go, then so goes Alan Gordon, right? Oh, that hurt. Not just Gordo, but like Landon and AJ and Gordo all in the same uh, postseason right before I come back home. Right. Well, I mean, Allen was a free agent and uh, so he could have freely moved anywhere he wanted to if mm-hmm. he decided because we kind of heard that he might not continue to play. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of it was kind of in limbo with with his his decision. So, um yeah, he signed with Colorado, man, and, and I'll, I'll we're, back, just, we're just all waiting I'll, for him to, to to play against us and score against us. I'll backtrack on my original statement. I would much rather he play on Galaxy 2 now. <laughs> like, I, I, I did not think he was going to go anywhere, but look, he's, what, 35, right? Yeah. Like, he's this is his last chance, and if he wants to play, if he if he thinks he can get some minutes in Colorado or he can even potentially be, you know, the guy um, – or at least challenge for a starting spot. Good on you. Like all this guy did for, for the galaxy and, and obviously how much the the team means to him. I mean, who posts on Instagram? Thank you guys for forgiving me when you know he's referencing playing for San Jose. Like, you know that. Oh yeah. And if that guy, if that guy wants to, to take one more shot at, you know, a decent MLS season or, you know, maybe even a, a, a challenging MLS season, uh, I gotta, I gotta give him props, and I, I hope he does well. I just hope he doesn't do very well against us. Uh, I hope he has a great season. No, truly. Uh, so I wanted to give you a little bit of uh, background on Gordon with the team. Uh, drafted by the G's back in 2004, uh, right. but didn't make the cut, right. and so he uh, actually signed with the Timbers. Right. Back when there was still the the A League. So one of my my friends up here, one of my Timbers friends, said. Uh, that he he loved Alan Gordon before it was cool. 
I was like, well, oh, well, I've never, I've never known it to be cool, but yeah, Gordo is the man. Well, Portland and, you know, after me, hipster, you know, gotta like things before everyone else does. Yeah, they love vintage Alan Gordon. Vintage. That's, that's, uh, what would you call like? Yeah, Seattle. I guess, oh God. I, like a young Alan Gordon. Would Ooh. you call it vintage even if it's like the young version Just of something? Jack McBean. Anyways. <laughs> but you know, he scored, he scored 17 goals in that one year with the Timbers. In 27 games. How many goals did he have with us all time? Oh, not that many. Yeah. <laughs> like for us to love him so much, it's really not that many goals. It's It was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It was the personality more than anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he embodied that work workman and kind of uh, like the same with AJ, just kind of really identified with the fans. I mean, especially, you know, he, he uh, embodied the spirit of Lars. And anytime he'd come over and, and chug a beer in front of Lars and it was it's a pretty pretty awesome experience. Oh yeah. I mean he was he was he was a one of a kind uh one of a kind talent. <laughs> not the not the best on field, but you knew every time he got on he gave everything he had. And every single time he seemed to leave the field, it was like fucking time to party. Yeah. You know. He was ready to bro down. Yeah, hundred and what, hundred and sixty one appearances for the galaxy. Uh, 29 goals. <laughs> Alan Gordon. Yeah. Like, like you said, like it wasn't about the production. It was about the guy, you know? Yeah. It was always about the guy. Yeah. You know, and greatest galaxy number nine in history. Like what was previously seen as a cursed the, jersey. The curse number, the curse number nine. Fucking Gordon. Okay. But who else could break that curse? Like and if the, Alan if the Gordon. number nine was, was truly cursed and if there was like some bad luck behind it or whatever, uh, who could potentially break that? Who deserves to break it more than Alan Gordon? And of course it was Alan Gordon. Wish that guy the absolute best. You know, usually it sucks, but I mean, I, I can't wish bad on him. You know, just some of the, the good moments of uh, when I wish they did more videos, but when they were doing the uh, Gordo and Gargs, like little oh, yeah, yeah. videos, oh, those are the best, dude. Yeah. I wish they would have done more of that, but you know, whatever. They don't see potential and that shit. Dan Gargan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know where you know where Gordo was born? Oh, the good old. I uh, see. This is okay. I've never asked him this. I gotta ask him this one day, though. Hopefully, if I get a chance. Mm. Supposedly, I feel like you definitely will. Supposedly born in Long Beach, Strong Beach, California, my yeah. hometown, born and bred. My soon-to-be hometown, sir. Yeah. Hey. But then you know, I guess you know he grew up in Arizona. That doesn't count. No. Okay. Arizona doesn't count anymore. You can leave Long Beach, but the Long Beach doesn't leave you. Long Beach, yeah. Long Beach is like herpes. <laughs> you oh, get it? Oh, it stays with well, <laughs> hey. Whoa now. Whoa. No, but I, I you know, I mean, I, I, you know. It's cool. I can say that I'm from there now. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to wait. You got to get jumped in. Yeah. Oh, gee. Hey, better that way than the other way. <laughs> well, that's true. No, but I mean, like, you got to love those moments. Like, uh, that, that, what was that video shoot where they had, uh, Gordon with just like the soccer ball in front of his, his mm-hmm. dick and just like, oh, that's just brilliant. Although that's just brilliant, I, man. I saw the picture of a uh, yellow Van Damme with the, uh, the laundry detergent in front of his dick. And I was like, we, we just, we just have something with being naked galaxy players. Just it's time to get your dong out. Hey, look, man, you know, we got the, we got the hottest guys in LA, dude. What, what can you expect? Just, that's well for now. That's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we still have a team that has Sebastian legit on it. All right. That's a, that's a good looking dude. It is. But we also just signed Jermaine Jones. Who's. Oh, hey, man. Is he, is he attractive? I don't know. I always thought I, I, assumed I would, he wasn't. I would, I would 
I would bet to to I'd put money that the lady's like a, a Jermaine Jones. Okay. Yeah, well, that's because he's black. Tat, yeah. I mean, he's tatted up. You know that bad boy. Dragging, dragging his dong on the on the floor. <laughs> Uh, all right, we we've already sur- surpassed our one dung rule. Yeah, one dung rule is is, is well, yeah, two dongs, two dung rule. Oh, that no, that's that's what it's gonna change down to. Yeah, it's all it's it. They're both brain row. <laughs> all right, well, you know, you brought him up, so let's uh let's talk about it. The galaxy finally, yay, finally, yay, finally announced the Jermaine Jones deal. Boo! It seems like this has been going on since, like, what December. Forever, it's some somewhere around forever. I don't know. It's, I'm I'm glad it's done, right? Like I'm glad it's finished. This this kind of shadowy cloud hanging over us in the off season because we trade. You know, we obviously don't rate the uh, draft too highly. Um, we trade our number one pick for the rights to a player that made a considerable amount of money all the rumors flying around saying that we're going to pay him a considerable amount of money. And it's just taking week after week after week to, to get it signed. You know, now it's, it's the thing we all, we, we all knew was going to happen and now it's done. And Jermaine Jones is, is a galaxy player. I don't know how I feel about the Jersey number that I know he's going to wear. Um, because anyone listening to this, please correct me if, if, you remember this differently or you've been told something different. I was under the opinion that when Kobe Jones retired in 2007, we retired his Jersey number. Yeah. Like I was at, I was at that game. I, I vividly remember. Yeah, it. I, I, I remember them having a whole ceremony, mm-hmm. his Jersey in a glass case. They gave him a pair of skis. It doesn't seem that way. It seems uh, that we are all misremembering it. Well, I mean, because not only that, but the fact that in 10 years, no one else has worn the number 13. Right. And I don't know if that was on purpose or they literally told people like, no, you can't have that number. Well, it, it was retired <laughs> as of 2007. That's, I swear. It's unretired now. But you know what? And I can't find anything like I've Googled for, you know, hours trying to find like a, a so, news article from that day saying something. Yeah. So neither can I, and which is really weird. So maybe it was, you know, ceremony. Yeah. What is strange is I, I found an article from a few years back where the galaxy were talking, may not even be a few years, but the galaxy were talking about um, Giovanni Dos Santos and what number he's going to wear. Oh yeah. And Bruce says, we're the galaxy. We don't retire numbers. Uh, I've spoken to some friends of mine in the executive office, and somehow that's being used as evidence for Kobe's number having never been retired. Um, I like Bruce Arena. He seemed like a good coach. It's He's now just a wizard who speaks and changes rules. Uh, but and, uh, and he wasn't even there in 2007. He wasn't there, yeah. So <laughs> if he showed up in 2008 and was like, we don't retire jersey numbers, all the numbers are back, then that would be one thing, but... It seems like we just quietly unretired Kobe Jones's number. Um, and then, as you brought up, never ha- didn't use it for 10 years. And then now that we have a Jones who plays in the midfield, um, who historically has worn number 13, Kobe's number's unretired. So but, uh, we'll see. T- to be fair, though, if, if, you were, if there was anybody to wear a 13, wouldn't you like it to be like a Jones? I don't... I mean, if, I mean, I know you don't like it at all. To, 
Yeah, I don't like it at all. Yeah. If someone's going to do it, I guess Jermaine Jones makes sense. Right? I'll, I mean, that's, that's, I, I, you know what? I, as, putting my feelings aside about this unretiring number or whatever the hell we're going to call it. Right. It's kind of cool to get a Jones 13 jersey again or see it in the stadium, at least. Yeah, and, and we will. And, you know, it, it, I remember when Jermaine started playing for the national team, I really wanted a Jermaine Jones jersey because he wore number 13. Yeah. His, Jones and he had you know braids and uh, I mean I probably wasn't buying a piece of home merchandise this year anyway at least as, as far as the jersey is concerned I I really wouldn't get a, a Jones one now like I've always kind of tossed around getting a customized Kobe jersey um but I don't know I don't like it I, I don't like it it's I, yeah, I get just, why they're doing it you just have to do a, a C dot Jones 13 I get why they're doing it <laughs> and you know and it's it's an interesting little homage, but I'm I'm not for retiring numbers. I would just think if there was a number for us to retire, 13 was kind of perfect. Uh, it symbolized this this you know bigger than the club man at a, at a time anyway, mm-hmm. um, bigger than the club kind of player, and and then it was a really strange number that not a whole lot of people use anyway. So if you just retired his number outright, we could always say, well, you know, nobody wears 13. That was Kobe Jones. That was the guy who you know, came back from Europe to help start MLS and he played with the galaxy and he was the Chiva slayer and you know, all that shit. Um, so I, I get why they're doing it. I'm not outraged. Like it seems like it was something I would normally be really, really pissed off about. Um, but it's just, eh, you know, I don't like it, but it's fine. No. And you know, I'm, I'm trying to take the more positive outlook on it. Um, yeah. you know, we don't know how, I mean, all, all things considered, you know, hearing things from the the U.S. national team camp, Jones is is looking good, man. Yeah, apparently he's he's been playing very well. He's happier, I would imagine. He's he's finally in Los Angeles. He's yeah. been trying to get into L.A. since he came back or since he came to MLS. So I'm so, I'm kind of stoked at that, dude. I th- I think he's gonna he's gonna really play, you know, his hardest. I, we're paying him a lot, so he fucking better. <laughs> All things considered, you know, we're not sir. we're not paying him Steven Gerrard money. Uh, we're paying him Steven Gerrard money for what Jermaine Jones should have gotten. Mm. We oh my god, we are overpaying for this guy. Are you kidding? You're messing with me. You're doing this to screw with me. We're paying this guy. <laughs> we're paying this guy over five hundred grand. Like he he played nine games for Colorado. I played seven. Like I'm, I'm right there. Where's my five hundred grand? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely think you're. I, I definitely think you're overpaying him. Um, it's, yeah. And I hope that maybe we get a little bit of that back. You know, with the with the name recognition and 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 I mean, he's probably second on the on the team now of of most known players behind Dos Santos. You think? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, don't I'd you say, think? Yeah, you're probably right. I'd say Jones. Like, even, I mean, in American circles, you get, like, uh, Zardes. Well, that's what I was thinking. It was like, okay, so maybe it's it's Giassi. But, no, it, I would say it's probably Jermaine Jones. I would say Jermaine Jones. Yeah. I would say the average American soccer player who doesn't pay attention to MLS would know Jermaine Jones and wouldn't know Giassi's artist. And, I mean, he's going to be, like, one of four faces that they're going to market around. Yeah, we might actually see his jersey in the Team LA store. Like I said, um, that, that's going to be kind of cool, man, to see a Jones 13 jersey in the stores again. It, it'll it'll be cool for me to to see a jersey that doesn't say Dos Santos on it coming no. into this year, or Gerard or Keane. Um, well, you'll see that, but that'll be in the, the sales rack. 
Yeah. <laughs> With next to Beckham in the AC Milan jersey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's terrible. No, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for him. Uh, I hope it works out. Um, we had a, yeah. a couple different acquisitions, and, and it could be really positive. It's the same thing that, you know, these people who are like, oh, God, he's going to fail. Da, da, da. It's like, why are you hoping he fails? If it's, you're a Galaxy fan, stop hoping that he's going to fail. When we, it's something you and I were talking about with, uh, I think it was with Anolfo. I, do, I don't think he's suited for the job. I don't think he should have the job. I hope I am horribly wrong and he is the greatest coach we ever had. I, why you would want your team to fail, why you would want a player to do poorly um, is high treason. Like, put your own personal shit to the side. If you don't like the player, put it to the side. You know, everyone put it to the side for Beckham during his bullshit. How many times did I tell you guys, I think this is going to be Steven Gerrard's big game. This is the game he's going to come at it. Do I like the guy? No. Did I think he had any place on the Galaxy? No. Do I think he deserved the minutes? Absolutely not. But every time he was on the field, I hoped he did well. I, I hoped he this was the game he's going to prove me wrong on. And I hope Jones does that week one. I hope Jones scores a fucking hat trick week one. Yeah. It'd be beautiful. I hope he kicks a ball so hard that whomever is the keeper for Dallas, it hits him in the chest and just explodes out his whole back. Like, I, I, I think, you know, I, I look at too far. No, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> no, I just, I just, you know, look into the future of, you know, our first, uh, you know, Classico against uh, San Jose. Mm-hmm. And you, I can't imagine that dude does not get up for that game. Jones, no. But I, I, I think about given the, at least historically what he's looked like. I think when we play Seattle in Seattle, I think that's a game he gets up for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a game he grabs guys and he's like, yo, come on, we got to go handle our shit. Who the fuck are these guys? No, I can't imagine like going to San Jose and then him not wanting to just like mollywop people. Oh, yeah. I hope he steps on Wondolowski's neck. Like, yeah. Cleats. I w- this is the times I wish Lenhart was still playing like, for that team. Oh, that's why he retired. <laughs> so he didn't have to go against <laughs> Jermaine Jones for another three games. Oh God! But nice. to imagine, to imagine like a Lenhart Jones just like coming together. Yeah. Oh. Or can you imagine? Could you imagine that Cabbage Patch versus Nigel Young? Oh my God! Yeah, that's why like, he didn't play all last year because he was scared. Nigel would still be digesting that kid. Oh yeah. <sighs> I miss that man. All I mean, right, is, so- jo- is Jones like a poor man's Nigel? Is that is that the move? I mean, if Jermaine's playing defensive midfield, that's what you're asking of him, right? Well. Well, I mean, we signed Let's that think other about kid. It. We signed. We signed that other kid. We signed. Okay, so the other signing we made was. I'm not even going to try to say this guy's Joao? name. Joao. Joao, I think it is. Joao. Joao. Because I always, I always remember like Joao Plata from RSL. Okay. Joao, so Joao Pedro. Joao Pedro. Joao. 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 This is going to be my new Laurentowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro. So, yeah, so we signed him. Uh, Portuguese guy, 23 years old. Uh, from a mid-level club from the first division of Portugal. Okay. Uh, from all intents and purposes, you know, he's getting regular minutes this year, starting, mm-hmm. in fact, for his mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to Corner of the Galaxy, which I'm not trying to pimp another podcast, but Josh Gessman. Uh, Josh Gessman Every uh, week, literally. We yeah. mention it. Damn show. I fucking love it. I, you know what? Josh is a good friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hear so, it's getting better, too. Uh, so That's he had... Well, after we hit, he had us on, that's when the ratings spiked. Hey, oh yeah, the sex, <laughs> the sex appeal. Well, his his uh, you know, his diversity jumped up like fucking threefold. Yo, Ed. Yeah. 
I'm coming back to LA, motherfucker. I know that's awesome. Anyways, oh, I can't wait. Anyway, so um, if you listen to that show, uh, he interviewed uh, Chris Klein, and mm-hmm. I mean, any chance he got, Chris Klein kind of really implicated that it's going to be Joao Pedro and Jermaine Jones starting in the center midfield. So it has to be, right? Yeah. Like I've seen people on Twitter who who don't think uh, Pedro. That's, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, who don't think Pedro is is going to be starting? Pe- I don't know. Call I don't, J- what call, do I call him? Call him JD, JP, J- J- JP, 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 JP. Good old JP. <laughs> Sounds like a kid you go to school with. Um, <laughs> Jao Pedro. Um, we paid a transfer fee for him. We paid a what was it? One point five million. Yeah, about um, like I guess almost one point five. Yeah, he is starting. Yeah, no Period. doubt. Ed, no Period. doubt. He's starting. Like, make your peace with it. Uh, anyone who thinks he's not starting is crazy. If you think we paid 1.5 million of a transfer fee and then use some of our precious, precious Tam, by the way, for anyone getting upset and correlating, you know, Jermaine Jones and AJ, like this is likely where the Tam is going to actually end up going. Yeah. Paying some paying for the transfer fee for, for Pedro or paying his contract down. Um, but if we paid a transfer fee for him and if we're using our Tam to make him a non-designated player, he is starting. He, if he's not, he is a very, very expensive bench option, which may still be the case for Jermaine Jones later in the season. Mm-hmm. We'll, um, get, we'll get into that later. But Pedro, is he's starting, period. And he appears to, from what I've read anyway, to be an actual defensive midfielder. Yeah. Which kind of indicates where Jones is going. Mm-hmm. Like, it indicates that Jones is going to be the player to push forward a little bit more. And and I've looked at, at some schedule, or not some schedules, I've looked at some, uh, I've been building a few different rosters it kind of makes sense for where you would line the team up. Uh, if you have Pedro, you know, at, in the center midfield on the left and you have Jones in the center midfield on the right, um, you know, Jones is backed up by, uh, uh, by Steris. So if you can have Pedro kind of, you know, get over to the right a little bit to help him out, cause he's going to need it. When you do that, yellow Van Dam, who would be on the left of Steris can push into that space a little bit more and, and cover Pedro. Like it's, it makes sense kind of moving. And I could even see us going to a diamond. Um, it's, you know, I'm not huge on Jones's acquisition, but it does give us some options uh, that we didn't have with like a Jeff Laurentowitz or, a, or even Baggio Hussidic or, um, you know, to a degree, even Nigel de Young. Uh, it, it, it does open up a couple different options. You eating cake? Like what, what's happening? No, th- was I making noise? No, you weren't making any noise on a oh, podcast. No. It doesn't make sense, well, you jackass. I'm, I'm so used to you just talking for fucking 20 minutes. I thought you were going to keep going. Oh, I thought you were going to have like a final point somewhere in that in what you were saying. Here's a final point. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know, and I, I kind of feel that, you know, hopefully, um, you know, this call up for Jones in the, in the January camp um, might be his maybe swan song with the team. He's got to be getting close. Yeah, right. He has to be. Um, so only we're stupid enough to take a punt on him this late. If we're if we're taking that into consideration, maybe he gets called up for the friendlies, uh, or the, not the friendlies, but the uh, the World Cup qualifiers later on this year. Oh, that I think that could definitely happen. Yeah, which it seems likely. I um, mean, even as his swan song, Bruce obviously liked him. Yeah, like it was pretty clear. I would say that that Bruce thought he you know he was a player worthy of respect um i could see him getting called up for qualifiers i i hope not uh obviously 
I don't want Jossie to get called up for qualifiers. Um, I mean, we're, we're potentially going to be out like four or five starters. Yeah, it's it, it could get rough during qualifications yeah. now, but, um, you know, especially if Legette hangs around. Um, I don't think Roe is going to hang around, but I, I think he's being brought in because it's easy. Um, he's right there. You're not you're not disrupting a whole lot. He's still going to be relatively close to the galaxy's doctors. It's it's easy to call him in. And that's uh, at least for right now. It's and, easy for Bruce to see him regularly. And that's where we run into problems. Because what, our depth, our depth is non-existent. Uh, no, not right. Uh, somehow at like, the moment. Yeah, we we. It's 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 uh, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. But this is what happens when you you you're switching from this mindset of we're going to pay for players from overseas to come in, and then you know, your head coach leaves and, and your head coach and your general manager leaves. So not just your coach, but the person who's shaping, you know, uh, the mentality of the team, uh, went to lose both of them and have new guys come in. We want to transition to younger and using our Academy. So to do that, we have from the perspective of Pete Vianas, from the perspective of Kurt Anolfo and, and presumably, uh, Chris Klein, we have depth, we have winger depth. We have every kid from LA Galaxy 2 or from the Academy. Um, they are your depth right now. I don't count them as depth. Um, but, you know, we have we have four strikers. We have striker depth. They're just two of them are really young and pretty inexperienced. Um, you know, I, I think we get at least one more player over the line, a big money player. Uh, and then and I think he'll be a winger. Um, you know, if you look onto the left side, you got Legette and Emma, but can Emma Boateng keep up the, the progress he made going into the playoffs specifically? Cause if so, then we're strong at, at left wing. Cause we got Legette out there and we got Emma. Um, if you look in the middle, you got Jones, you got, uh, Jao, Pedro, um, and then presumably what Rafa Garcia, who, at what point do we kind of move on from that experiment? Oh, no, I, I definitely think you're going to get um, Baggio above Rafa. Agreed. How long ago should we have moved away from that experiment? Rafa Garcia, who technically is the most senior player for the Illa Galaxy. I can't. Or tenured Jack, player. The most Jack tenured. Bean's been there for, what, six years? Yeah, but technically he wasn't part of the Galaxy last year. Well, that's right. Or but, two, oh, so no, two, gotta, 2015. Are you saying consecutive? Yeah. Or are you counting? So consecutive, you'd have to count what? The COVID tree loan, right? Well, yeah. I'm, but I'm saying he was technically not a Galaxy player in 2015. So you're just counting Galaxy first team? Yeah, of course. When did we get Rogers? What, 14? Yeah. Hmm. Rafa's been with the team for instance, like 2011, 12. Okay, there's no way that number is accurate. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I looked at zero. How the, how on the fuck could that number be accurate? We started LA Galaxy two, and he was the Rafa captain Garcia, of the team. Rafa Garcia has been on the team for six years. That seems crazy. I'm gonna look it up right 2011? now. I'm telling There's you. There's no way that's right. I'm telling you, dude. I don't believe it. Are oh, you looking it up? How weird! I googled Rafa Garcia and like some Seven dude, some dude, came up? some dude who's like shirtless came up on Google. Interesting. I came up on Google, do you mean a picture you had opened? Um, in my personal spank bank, yes. There you go. 2000 How long does it take you to fucking Google something? Bitch, calm down. I'm calm. I'm bored. 2012. Okay. And so you're not counting 
his LA Galaxy two time. Is that right? 2012, dude. 2012, so that's yeah, 12, yeah, 13, yeah, 14, 15. Him over. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I dropped my you phone. Just heard, you just heard Ed fat fall down. <laughs> no, I dropped my phone. Sorry. Okay. Oh, this t- took a fucking spiral down. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to consider Baggio and Rafa. Those are your backup center defensive mid. For right now, yeah. Oof. But I think I think Jones becomes the backup. Yeah, I mean that's considering we're gonna be signing. Probably, but we'll, we can get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get to that later. And so, um, what's the but last I definitely one? I I find I think you put Legit over over Emma. Legit just made the national team. <laughs> well, I and mean, it, and of it's course, the yes. galaxy. But I'm I'm saying I think I think you're gonna find Emma become more of like a, a super sub. Yeah, I think he has to be. Yeah. And there's and I don't think there's a way Which the galaxy sucks. today. I bit. don't think there's a way the galaxy justified benching Sebastian. No, 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 no way. I don't I don't think there's a there's a way they could they feel like they could sell that. And they they probably can't. I mean, if you're looking for week to week who performs better, you give it to Sebastian. You give it to Legit. So Emma Emma had a great postseason. Um somehow that's enough to earn Daniel Starris a starting spot. Um, and not just a starting spot, but transferring all of his competition. Um, but you know, not enough for Emma. I think on the right wing. Well, uh, yeah, because who the only uh, competition for Starris now is an eighteen-year-old. It's a the an eight-year-old player, an eight-year-old um, center back who's five foot nine. Jesus Christ, this team, man. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I swear to you, sometimes these fuckers make it really hard. So we're talking about the new homegrown player. Uh, Hugo Arellano. Arellano? Because it's two L, so it's a Y, right? Yes, sir. I've only uh, lived in LA my whole life. I know, right? You should know this by now. Um, 18-year-old, homegrown yeah, from uh, from Norwalk. We have a yay. Yay, yay. And like I said, center back, uh, he's listed as 5'9". So, so this, same, this is height, my same height as AJ. Just saying. This is my, this is my understanding. It's, it's crazy. Um, but presumably, it being 10 years younger than AJ, he's got some time to, to grow, you know? Um, that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. It's, Oh, you're done, dude. Your four foot three life <laughs> is just where you're going to live. I just pick you up and put you on my shoulder and carry you into the stadium. Just put me in your pocket. There you go. Um, my understanding is the front, the, not the front office, I should say, but, um, management feel that Dave Romney can play center back. He's played center back for galaxy two. Um, he's mostly played left back for, for the first team when he has played. And Chris Klein has referred to him as the uh, left back of the future. Uh, but the, the understanding seems to be, well, currently in a pinch, Dave Romney can can uh, can step in. So I'm assuming he's your regular bench center back right now, given that Leonardo and AJ were both sent out. And it's, it's such a stupid move. It's so stupid getting rid of AJ. It makes no sense whatsoever. They should be embarrassed of themselves. You mean the uh, guy who could play every single position in the back it's line? It's so stupid. But they think that of Romney. They think they think Romney can play every position on the back line. Okay. I've watched AJ De La Garza do it. Okay. But yeah. Well, you know, he's learning to play left back, but now he can play left back and center back and center back and right back. But hey, this is the same group of people that think Rafa Garcia is a right back. So mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> well, know. all right. So Tim Rogers is a right back. <laughs> let me continue. With uh, Hugo. Uh, so this is another guy. Is that who, where this started? Yeah, man. All right, my bad. <laughs> so it's another guy we took from the Chivas Yosei uh, academies. 
Okay. Uh, the same guys like Bradford Jamison the fourth, Ryo Fuji, and the uh, Adonis Amaya. All those guys have uh, come Mike from. The, well, yeah, he's came from the, the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, he played with the academy from 2015 to 2016. Signed with the Galaxy Two in 2016 and played eight games. And then signed with the first team. They must be really. They must be really high on him. They're high on something. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, they gotta be. They gotta be high on fucking something. That OG Kush, that Skywalker. Oh, ooh, Girl Scout cookie all day. Um, uh, purple Nurple. Purple Nurple. Uh, the the gr- the green Belushi. I got Blue Dream right now. It's amazing. Uh, they got that um, red. Ordenbacher. So if you Orville Redenbacher, the popcorn guy, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? That's not a, that's not a strain. No, you can't just throw phrases out. It's not Family Guy. Um, you can just make up phrases, and it it's a strain of weed. Now that, that strain, everything you that named strain, uh, peanuts in a jar. Everything you named. I'm just, did it I'm sound just, like a great strain? I'm just Absolute. listening. I'm just listening things in my in my room now. <laughs> things I can look at. Half empty Coca Cola bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got that strain uh, wall of scarves <laughs> room of sadness <laughs> <laughs> you got that strain pre-diabetic <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's your second diabetes joke today should I be worried about you what's happening diabetes diabetes so yeah, and look same with the kid I hope he does well um, we're starting to look desperate with some of these guys we're starting to look pretty desperate um I mean, I'm the- assuming they're just like Von Dom is the guy. Steris is the guy. We need two players that don't have to play all that often. Probably aren't going to push to play all that often, but we can get them in the, in the, you know, regular game day environment to start, you know, getting them ready. Yeah. I mean, as much as you, you know, as much as we, we came down on like Leonardo and then, you know, with the AJ trade, our back line is looking pretty thin. It's well, you know, we still, thin. we still have no idea. If Oscar Soto is alive or dead or not, I, I, if it look, ladies and gentlemen, if you know where Oscar Soto is, please, hashtag pray for Oscar, please. Please hashtag pray for Oscar. Hashtag Banner Club. Yeah. Please, ladies and gentlemen, we're his his family is worried. I'm worried. Someone, I assume Ed is worried. Someone please find uh, start a uh, Indiegogo. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we can build the money to if, find him. So yeah, just to just to hire a private investigator to yeah. discover the whereabouts of Oscar Sordo. We don't even need to know if he wants to play for the Galaxy. We just want to know that he's okay. Do we need have to like? Uh, is America's Most Wanted still on air? John Walsh will do it if you give him a call. I'm sure. Right, just like yeah. a just a quick like five minute video. Yeah, you th- is Robert Stack still alive? The guy who did Unsolved Mysteries. Oh my god, I love that show. Holy I shit! Was terrified of that theme song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I was terrified of that theme song. Because my parents used to watch it and they would be like, oh, these are serial killers that like nobody has found yet. And it's like, <laughs> awesome. I'm eight years old. You yeah. suck. You're terrible. So, yeah, don't know. So back on track. Don't know the status of Sordo. But I would imagine the team is getting kind of down on him. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while since you Um. But it would be what Rogers and then Garcia, and then Sordo, at right back. Yeah, if they can find him, and then if they can, yeah, if they know where they buried Oscar Sordo, um, and then Steris, 
and then uh, presumably Ariano, and then Von Dom and Romney. And well, then... I, I guess you can put um, uh, Jermaine Jones as like. That's right. Jermaine Jones would be a center back option. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so so desperate. I think it, in any case where you had like a Van Dam go down with like an injury or maybe like a red card. Look, I think you see JJ uh, JJJ. Look, go go uh, as a step in as a center back. Ed. Yes, sir. If Yellow Von Dom goes down, it doesn't matter who we play in the back line. We're done. We're done. Well, I'm saying you know if he needs like a break or you know nah, has like a little no, calf no strain. No break. You have to play that guy every single game. Because you have Daniel Starris next to him. Not even like a shit team like the Timbers or something? Oh, no. Oh, dude. Oh, I was thinking about playing like Cal. If Von Dom goes down, <laughs> rest everyone else. <laughs> the game is over. We just quit. We quit soccer. Yeah, it's like, sorry, we're done. We're, you know. Yeah. We, we has quit the soccers. We keep our team going just to collect money at the parking for StubHub Center. No, I mean, yeah, but I think you have a... Uh, Jermaine Jones is definitely like... Your third. No, you're right. I forgot guy about in the it. depth. I, I I doubt he's that far down. I think if Steris goes down, ooh, no, not Steris. God, oh, that would be awful. Uh, I'm guessing if Von Dom goes down, I don't know, man. If you had a if you had a Jermaine Jones and uh, and Von, Von Dom, Dom back pairing, that's fucking scary. Who, pass, who passes the ball over the top? <laughs> right, forcing <laughs> forcing a striker to run through those. Who two. dares come through those guys? Because they're both like, look, we we get four yellow cards between the two of us. They're gonna bust an Eiffel Tower on some dude. It's, oh god. <laughs> They spit fire roast Dom Dwyer. Oh, my God. There's a mental picture for your. What day is it? Wednesday, Thursday morning. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then I'd left back. You would have uh, uh, Ashley Cole. I forgot where we started. <laughs> at, left, <laughs> at, a, at, le, at left back, you would have a uh, Cole. Cole. And, who's Cole. who's who's uh, a left back uh, replacement for Cole? Or who's who's the center, uh, the second in command? Uh, oh, so that's the thing. Is it Dave Romney or is it Robbie Rogers? I guess it would be uh, Dave Romney, right? It would be Romney first, right? Yeah. And then if Romney can't go, then you move Rogers over and you play Garcia right back. Yeah. Or you cast a spell to see if you can find Oscar Sordo and put him at right back. Um, you know, it's it's especially on the back line. It's pretty thin. Yeah. It's pretty thin. I mean, um, and everywhere going, else we seem pretty all right, but yeah, it's, it's real thin in the back. Going into the season, you're like, okay, we don't need any more defenders. Maybe one more center back for depth. Maybe a left back for depth. I wanted a right back for depth after we moved, after we sold Robbie Rogers. That would have made me happy. And then, you, you know, kind of, you kind of going into the season, like we probably only need like a couple midfielders and we'll be good. Mm -hmm. And now it just seems the back line is just kind of thin. Uh, but speaking of, uh, we brought up uh, Yella Van Dam. My man. The man. He is uh, technically a designated player now. Well, at least yeah. for, for three months. Center back designated players. Well, it's for a purpose. Well, okay. No, go ahead. You explain. So uh, our boy JVD, uh, he has got a contract extension. Uh, will now make him a DP for three months. And it's not like, that we're speculating that he'll be a DP and then they'll buy it down with him. Mm -hmm. It was specifically said by uh, Adam Serrano, the Galaxy Insider, 
that he will be a DP until the summer. So Adam Serrano said it, right? Yes. Okay. So that means so someone that means someone from the galaxy told him three weeks ago it was official. Yes. Right. Okay. So here is the part that I find interesting about it. I I'm not a huge proponent of making center backs or defenders designated players, yeah, especially never. in a city like Los Angeles, because the role of a designated player is bigger than just their performance on the field. I obviously anyone who's ever heard me yell about the galaxy knows that what I want is for the designated player. I want you to sign a player that's best for the team on the field. Being realistic, that's not what a designated player does in L.A. What a designated player in Los Angeles does, they have to sell your product to people. They have to interest the people. They have to give people a reason to show up to the stadium. Um, It's just part of what it is. This move um, makes Yella a DP and, and keeps him on the team, which is great. Uh, but it, it was interesting, as you said, um, that Serrano made it official that uh, or at least put it on an official word that uh, we're buying him down to a non-DP status in the summer. With Yella as a designated player, we only have two DPs, so it doesn't make sense why you would need to buy him down unless you're planning on bring it, bringing in a player during this transfer window to bring you to three DPs. That way you clear up Yellow's spot. So if you're clearing up his spot to purchase a designated player in the summer, um, you need to have one open, obviously, but you would only need to have one open is if your other two were filled. Yeah. Alessandrini. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. You're, I mean, signing, you're, you're rel- signing a guy who's, you know, in his prime, mm-hmm. 27, a winger, which we've desperately needed. Fucking, especially on the right, <laughs> especially on the right. And I love Mendiola. I re- I'm really, really high on Mendiola. But even if you're starting Mendiola, Baggio is under him. Like Baggio is his number two on the right wing. It's you can't go into a season that way. You can't go into the season with a hothead as your starter, and someone who personally told me two years ago that he wanted to retire. You can't go into a season with that being all you have on the right side. So you get Alessandrini. It's going to be a designated player deal, period. I mean, he's playing at a French team regularly. Like he made. He I mean, was, it's a top French team. He, he made the, the bench or he, the starting 11 recently, right? Uh, he's been in the uh, 18, the last two games. So it's a player who's still making the roster, who's still making the game day roster. Yeah. Um, on a on a big team. You know, it's it's French, but on a big European team. Um if he's coming here, it's going to be for DP money, mm-hmm. period. So if it would make sense that Gio is your number one designated player, right? Uh, Yella Van Dom is your number two designated player. And then uh, is it Romain? Yeah. Romain Alessandrini is... Nice. Your, thank you. That was smooth, right? That was nice. Uh, is your number... <laughs> that was nice. Uh, is your number three designated player. Then... Halfway through the season, and it's real. It's a really smart move to give credit to Vianus and, and Anolfo and 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 Klein. Um, it's a really smart move. Instead of paying Yella down all season with Tam, which would cost you obviously more, twice as much, we gave him the designated player uh, title for half of the season. Then we bought it down for the second half of the season to save ourselves half of the Tam we would need to buy him down for the whole year. Then you open up the third designated player spot 
because now it's it's important for to them for some reason um where it wasn't important at the beginning of the season and you can sign uh, a new designated player one I, that we've been rumored to for a while i wonder who that could be so if we're signing jonathan dos santos in in the summer and it looks like we are it let's be honest it really looks like we are um this is a perfect this is a perfect spot on mechanism to achieve that mm-hmm. um Absolutely. it saves it saves us tam throughout the course of the season it locks yellow von dom up on an extension uh it still allows us to bring in a big money high-priced winger uh from france and france produces some really good wingers um it meets our it meets the quota for designated players going into the season uh it allows us to play with basically an additional designated player all year um it's it's a good move i'm not sure how much i agree about jonathan dos santos but overall looking at the money end this is a pretty good move no it's pretty smart it's kind of uh it's got that bruce uh that bruce feeling to it you know it's got a little bit a bit of bruce to it yeah 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 definitely um you know exactly this this move is to save tam and i think that's the ultimate goal uh, you, you save the tam uh you only have to pay uh jvd half the tam that he would need for the whole year mm-hmm. then we run into the problem next year but i guess we wait till next year to worry about that when would when we're gonna run into problems with the the tam but you know i'm i'm, I'm thinking these guys well, you use you, if if JJJ doesn't come back next year, you use that Tam. Yeah, I guess so. But back? I, I How think does that work? I think you start off with because if you don't use it, you lose it. I think they'll just it's look, it's fake, it's bullshit, fake money. It's they'll imaginary give us money. New, yeah, it's, they'll a, give it's us imaginary bullshit, money, fake imaginary money. But I think I, I think these the 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 front office is kind of premonition about what's going to happen next year. No way, that's a word. It's pre- premon premonition premonition. Prem- they they know they kind of they have a feeling that next year it's gonna they're gonna have more Tam. I was you like, know, I'm every, just not gonna say anything and let him swim in this. <laughs> I know you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think you know every year it seems like the Tam just keeps growing and growing. Yeah, which is stupid. Just fucking raise the goddamn salary cap. But whatever. You got to do it for your New Englands, uh, yeah, saying like, yeah, "Hey, whatever. I'll buy them for you." Yeah, of course, whatever. San Jose saying we're not getting any new DPs this year. And then we're using Tam to buy down the ones that we have because we don't want to pay for them. Genius. Oh God. Yes. But that's not what we're talking about. No, no, no. Anyways, but where we might run into an issue next year, but again, we'll wait till next year to, to worry about that. Look, look, yeah. Let's see where we get. Let's see who's available next year. Let's see who doesn't work out. Let's see. Maybe, maybe we sell Giassi next year. Yeah. That's always a possibility. and that clears up some some money. You know, maybe McBean is a breakout and we get a, an offer for Jossie we just can't turn down. Um, you know, we really don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Emma, Emma Boateng doesn't get enough uh, minutes and we end up trading him to somebody. We trade him for, for Tam. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's more options, especially in Major League Soccer. It's really hard to look 12 months out and say, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think this is a perfect case for... What we did was we made a very smart move. We made a good, shrewd business. Now let's see where we are 12 months from now for next season building. But for right now, it was the best move that was available, and the Galaxy did it. Yeah. Bravo. If, if it works out and they do sign all signs pointing to Jonathan Dos Santos. I don't we, understand that move. If we do sign him, 
it's absolutely you know what and i'll give it credit it's brilliant what yeah if it if it all works out it's absolutely brilliant. If it, yeah exactly as i sort of said if it works out and it's it's a, a brilliant move i do have a follow-up question where are we playing him if we play him in the midfield, as, as I think logic would dictate, if we're signing a, a designated player winger, are you now paying $500,000 to have Jermaine Jones sit on your bench? Did you pay a transfer fee of $1.5 million uh, plus Tam to buy down a guy's contract to put him on the bench? Like, I don't, under, I don't know where you're – I just don't get where we're playing. Are we playing three men in the, in the center midfield with uh, Leggett out far left and, and Alessandrini out far right? But then are you playing Giassi or Gio up top? Like it's part of this whole narrative with the galaxy of like two steps forward, one step back. It's a great move. It's a phenomenal move. It kind of steps on Chris Klein saying we're not just signing designated players for the name or the notoriety. We're signing them because they fit on the field. If you sign Pedro JP, if you sign Jermaine Jones to a $500,000 a year contract, and if you've signed a designated player winger, I, I don't understand buying another DP midfielder. It just it that's the position we're stocked in. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's what I can't figure out. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to have to uh, think of it with a formation change. I don't think you stay with a typical four four two or whatever the galaxy might play. But which could, I don't think I don't think play? is which I don't think is an awful style, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty adamant about playing like a more attacking style. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's if you if you paid attention to the G two, and if you've gone right. to the games, he's definitely uh, a coach who's who's brought on this attacking style. I still I don't, don't I still don't know I still don't know where you play all these guys. It doesn't make sense. To, the only thing that can make sense is benching Jermaine Jones, or you bench Steris. But if you bench Steris, you're you're trusting. I mean, I love the machine. I love Yella. Uh, you're you're asking a relatively slow Yella Von Dom and a relatively slow Jermaine Jones to cover decently speedy forwards in MLS, and it's going to be it will be a recipe for destruction. Period. Like you look at Steris, who is the faster of the two center backs, I, from what I can see anyway. You look at Steris, who was the faster of the two center backs, getting smoked by Jordan Morris, like smoked. Can you imagine? I mean, Jermaine Jones would have kicked him, which would have done me more good. Uh, but can you imagine Jermaine Jones and 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 uh, uh, Yelavon Dom trying to trying to race that kid? Or what happens when someone plays the ball over the two of them because they got a high line? Like it's what happens to to Von Dom when when uh, he wants to go run up forward to try to score a goal and Jones is running up forward to try to score a goal. Like I, if if it's another player. If it's a, a left winger, if it's a forward, maybe I could see it making a little more sense. If you're playing Jonathan Dos Santos in the middle, or even if you want to play him on the right wing, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand where this move makes sense in the midfield. It just, it, it doesn't add up. No, it's, it's tough to figure out. I, I he kind of ruins everything. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, unless you go with like five guys in the midfield, but I still don't think I, I still don't understand how. But then, what do you do with Giassi and Gio? Yeah, I know. I, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. You can't play Gio or Giassi as a lone striker because that's I don't think that's his bag. Now that would that it would answer if we were to sell Giassi and get like maybe we got Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying that's what we should do, 
at least then that designated player makes some sense. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it looks like we would be opening up a DP spot for Jonathan Dos Santos where positionally it doesn't seem to. I, at least I can't figure it out. If you figured it out, you know, send us a message somehow. No, uh, I mean, especially if you're, if you're going to go after uh, Alessandrini. Mm-hmm. Just don't sign him. Yeah, fixes the problem. Yeah, I mean, if that, that's the guy you're going after, that's the position that is... Because um, you already have the center midfields covered mm-hmm. if you plan on having Jones and, and Jao Pedro in the midfield and they mm-hmm. stay healthy and they're there. And you have Alessandrini on the right wing, which I As mean, a DP. I, I from all I've heard, he's not a left winger. He plays specifically strictly on the right, the right yeah. wing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do it. It's it's it has to be benching Jones. Which it I can't see. Be. I can't see them doing that though. You, you don't think they're stupid enough to to bench five hundred grand? <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't think they do that. Uh Hey, you you're going to see Jermaine Jones playing fucking striker. Hey, we're, we're, God, <laughs> I don't put it past them. Like, that's what's upsetting is I can't it's, put it it's, past them. It's the Manchester United where they just put Fellaini up top. It's like, hey, just toss him up. We don't know what we're doing. You know, just but, put a tall guy up there. Just fucking hoof the ball up. It's like, come on. You're coached by Dave Coulier. You're not really in a position <laughs> to complain. You knew what you were getting. All right, man. Well, here's a little thing to get excited about, man. We got the preseason coming up. The preseason has officially started. We're officially in we're preseason. Not, we're not in pre-preseason anymore. There you go. We're in <laughs> preseason. Like, no longer in the off-season. Like, we're in preseason. Like, yeah, like, everybody's, they've reported to camps, right? Nice little callback, right? Yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't, uh, I don't remember any of our old shows. Oh, Jesus, man. Go back and listen. God damn. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I, you know, preseason started. The guys all all came back this week. Um, from what we've read, it's it's been a lot of uh, fitness stuff, not so much technical stuff. So, um, but it, what Onofo has been saying, Kurt, uh, Kurt has been saying, is that everyone's come back more fit than he thought people would be. So, I mean, that's a good sign. People have been staying active in the off season. Yeah, sure. I mean. Um... I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures that have come out. Jack McBean looks real slim. Like he, he looks like he's, he's cut down and he's going to, it's going to be an, I mean, it's already a very important season for him. Yeah. So to see him come back and look very fit and very healthy, um, he very much looks like he's taking care of himself in the off season. Lassiter looks really good. Um, I mean, the kid's always regularly been in shape. Emma seems to be right in the same place. Obviously uh, Sebastian Legette's not going to let himself get too, too out of shape. Cole apparently looks really good, which is important given his age. Um, so it's it's nice to see that that he's still kind of you know chugging on and and he was one of if not the best left backs in the league last year. Um, so it's it's great to see that he's come back looking really really good. Um, I haven't heard anything yet about Jones. Uh, you said you had heard something about him in training. If he's looking good, obviously that's great. Uh, I've seen some videos of uh, Jao Pedro. And um, it's a heavy first touch. Yeah. It's a real heavy first touch. Yeah. I mean, after that, he controls the ball really, really well. He Now, that's the thing. He looks phenomenal in the videos as far as the quality and the skill. He looks so good on his second touch and after. Yeah. I've, I've, it's the funniest thing when they, when they all do, like, the shitty, like, you know, um, electronic music mm-hmm. with their mixtapes. YouTube, uh, everyone looks like messy kind of videos. Yeah, but I'm mean, even in his mixtape, 
he has a like Jossi first touch. Yeah, it's very similar to Jossi's artist. It's like trap. Eh, not really trap. Ball rolls three feet away from me, but I'm faster than you and I've got really long legs. So the the thing I would say most about him is his recovery is really good. Yeah. If he can figure out that first touch, the the kid could be fire for it. I mean, the kid could be solid mm-hmm. and he's relatively young. Um, apparently he was wanted by a couple different teams. He's just got to figure out that first touch. And it seems like everything else he's just got down. Um, it's a matter of whether he can get, you know, that little piece of his game figured out. But it, it, it could be a, a he could be turn out to be a really, really big asset for us. No, definitely. I, I, I you know, I'm really excited. I, I, it's only 30 as, as time as the time of recording. It's 38 days until the start of the season. That mm. seems Remember when they were like five months long. <laughs> yeah, right. They were like five or six. There was a time in MLS where the off season was like five or six months long. It was crazy where the season would end and you would just be bored waiting for the season to start up again. And we're still bored now, but it feels like MLS Cup was two weeks ago. Yeah, it really does. It, the time's really creeped up. Ugh. All right, we're, we're running a little late, but let's 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 cut it. Uh, let's cut it pretty short uh, soon. I wanted to throw out those uh, preseason games, man. Really excited. Tuesday, February 7th versus Tijuana at 8 p.m. at the Stubby. Um, I'm fucking excited. We always seem to be having these uh, mid or these preseason games with uh, TJ now, so that's kind of cool. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> but we also Welcome have... Welcome to the Panderdome. Yeah. Um, but we also have... Uh, well, I mean, they're kind of like our closest rival, technically. They, they really are. You hear San Diego's trying to get an MLS team. Which is cool. I'm, I'm down for that. I would fucking love it. Dude, just take the... I would the, love if San Diego had take, a team. Take the Amtrak down. Oh, yeah. Take the booze train down. Uh, uh, get there. Check into the hotel. Fucking party up to San Diego. Pick up some craft beers. Uh, I sound like Sid. Pick up some craft beers. With go your, see the game. You can wear up, wear like a fucking salmon, you know, salmon down. colored, salmon color button down with only three buttons buttoned. Yeah, man. And none of them are like all at the top or all at the bottom. It's like one at the very bottom, one at the middle, and one at the top. Oh, that looks um, bad. Yeah, it's well, it's Sid Patel. Um, but being able to take the Amtrak down to San Diego would be really nice. The rivalry they'd be able to build up, build up with TJ and with the Galaxy. You know, it would, it would, you know, and you have San Diego having its own, you know, its own little culture and they just lost the Chargers who have no fucking business in my stadium. Uh, it, but it could be potentially really, really good. So we have that. <laughs> then well, we have that supposed to be fast. No, I don't. We, we get off tangents, but, you know, that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. Uh, then we have Saturday, February 11th. That's the uh, game against San Jose and Vegas. Mm-hmm. I believe there's more than likely tickets still available for that. Uh, if you guys are on Facebook, go check out our event. Cause it has like the link and then the code to sit in the section. I believe it's section two, whatever. Fucking you're the president, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. All right. Well, you know, it's part of anyways, go to the Facebook, go to like the, <laughs> the event. Uh, you'll find all the info there, yeah. but the big one Saturday, February 25th. That's against, uh, Portland Timbers, man. Eight o'clock. Ooh. I'm excited for that, man. Um, more info coming, but we might we more than likely will be having uh, the annual uh, uh, state of the squad event before the game. Okay. So I want everyone to, if everyone listening who will uh, go to that, it will be before the game. So you might have to arrive a little earlier than you might usually. It's a Saturday. Just get there early. And yeah. Fuck, I mean, booze it up. And we usually have like. 
you know, food and beer. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. But we'd love you guys to come out. It's our, you know, annual get to know what we're going to do for the year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys want to come out to that, that'd be much appreciated. Even if you're not Lars and you want to, you know, come and support and find out what we're going to be doing for the year, come out. You know, we always appreciate that. But keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for our social medias and we'll have all that out for you guys. Mm. Um, I want to do a quick lightning round for you, Chris. Ready? Okay. What's, what's the lightning round? Lightning you got to explain it. So the lightning round, we're going to have these little tidbits of information that are galaxy related, but not really uh, enough to like flush it out for like a segment of a show. Uh, so I just want to give you a quick uh, note and then see what you say about that. All right. Okay. So it's got to be quick. We're going to be quick. We're going to get out of here. All right. No tangents. No tangents. So the first one, Landon not signing for RSL. Fucking beautiful. Fuck RSL. Uh, I I don't want to see Landon on any team. Definitely don't want to see him on RSL. And Is that good? Was that short? Perfect. Okay. Galaxy rumored uh, player, Alessandrini. Like we said, he's been in the 18-man roster for the last two games. Mm-hmm. Hasn't seen any minutes. What do you think? Um, well, you know, good. Don't get hurt. I think it raises his profile and puts him in the shop window to see if anyone comes through with a better deal. And finally, uh, since the signing of Jao Pedro, uh, the G's with uh, and that are Ruben Gregor Brandberg, mm-hmm. that seems to be like gone. That's not happening at all. Okay. What's my feelings on it? Yeah. It sucks. I really wanted a player from Aruba. <laughs> I mean, That's we, about had, it. we had the whole beach, the beach boy song. I really wanted yeah. to sing that at why, the games. Why the fact people need to get on Facebook and Twitter and act like they've been watching this kid play and like, they're so they're devastated or they're so thrilled. None of you assholes had ever seen this guy play before. I've never seen him play before. I've seen him on YouTube a few times. It made him look great. Guess what? I've seen Ed on YouTube and he looks like Lionel Messi. It's just YouTube. It's a highlight clip. I'm not devastated that he didn't sign. I'm not thrilled that we signed him. Uh, it, it would have been great. It didn't happen. I'm glad we didn't sign him. It would make even less sense when we signed Jonathan Dos Santos. Yeah. I mean, we, no one knew about him before and you're definitely going to forget about him in about a week. Yeah. I, I already don't care. <laughs> right. I, I already, care. I don't care. I don't care about Joe Pedro. when we just signed him until I he... haven't, bo- I haven't bothered to learn how to pronounce his name. Right. <laughs> well, that's the first step, man. That's the first step. Laurentowitz got like fucking three months ago. I mean, when he was like uh, let go, that's when he finally remembered his how to pronounce. I, his I name. think I, I learned how to pronounce his name two weeks before. Yeah, so that sounds about right. You know, it sucks. It sucks we didn't get him in as only in as much as we shouldn't have Baggio anymore. And if we signed him, maybe we got rid of Baggio. Yeah, I mean, for all you know, what you know, for all intents and purposes, he sounded like he would have been a really really good pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but. That's the way it works, and unfortunately, yeah, we, don't, we don't get so everyone did, that we want. So did Robin Van Persie. Yep. So did Zoltan Ibrahimovic. So did uh, Branislav Ivanovic. So did, uh, I mean, what's any of the other billions of players we've been rumored to? Um, they all sound good. And and if we get them, great. And if we don't, who cares? You were never on my team. Did he go to somewhere else in MLS? Nope. Fuck him. Yep. Done. Done with Done with his existence. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm finished. Who cares? All right, man. Well, on that note, I, I think we're done. Yeah. I still miss you, AJ. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we do miss you, AJ. And I didn't even talk to you about that. That was a great episode, man. What? Oh. You, you and AJ, that was, that was a great uh, listen. Yeah, it was it was nice talking to him. If, you, got, like, if you guys haven't heard that, you go back to the last episode. It's it's like 20 minutes long. It's, it's really yeah, it's short. short. 20, 22 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Uh, AJ called in and was our first guest. Um, I, I was without Ed, which was very weird for me, if you can't tell. 
Um, but I got to talk to AJ before he took off to Houston and, and speak about, you know, from the supporters, from the supporters perspective, um, what his transfer kind of felt like and getting to hear, you know, right from him, what his transfer, what it was like hearing about his transfer and what the fans kind of meant to him and the supporters meant to him and his family. It was, it was a lot of fun to do. And I was really, really grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, it was awesome. Please, you guys, go back and listen to that. It's like I said, 20 minutes long. It's not a, it's not a, a long episode. You can get, do it on your lunch break and have still have time left over afterwards. Yeah, it's not a it's not a tome like this one. No, 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 definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you can find us on social medias. Uh, go to our Twitter at Riot Squadcast. Go to Facebook. Search Riot Squadcast. Please like and share our page. It really helps a lot. Uh, please go and rate and review us. Uh, five stars, please, because we're getting some good ratings in there, man. Yeah, I, man, I, I, I really appreciate everyone uh, who's uh, rated and reviewed us so far. And we do read the reviews. We we like them. They boost our already very low self esteem. Yes, um, we we really enjoy them, and and we appreciate the feedback. It's it's helping us evolve this show because we are a show, you know, for of and and by the people. So um, keep it, keep all the feedback coming. No, most definitely. And then uh, you can find me at my personal Twitter at Ed the Zombie. You can find me on my personal Twitter and all my social media, really, uh, at zero cool one three eight. Yeah, man. Well, it was really good talking to you again, man. It's been it's been a little bit, so it's it felt that well. It's like the AJ one was two weeks ago, the tribute show, and that was like that wasn't even you and I talking. That was me fucking tearing into the universe. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's understandable. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely nice to to get back and the Baron de Belter North podcast studio, AKA my kid's bedroom. And, uh, and, you know, especially get to talk about all the big plans going forward. Once I get back into town. Yeah, man, that's, that's the most exciting news. You know, uh, because- Jen, Jen and Kyle are going to be really happy. Oh, of course, man. And, and spider and Eden. It's going to be great. Oh man. I can't wait, dude. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be in the same studio. Uh, I remember that one episode we had where you were down here and we, we recorded and that was kind of it was fun. one of our favorites. Yeah. Also, really quick, Amy, baby girl, have a have a safe trip. Uh, my ex roommate and my one of my best friends in the world, um, and a long time Larzer, long time, uh, yeah, definitely. long, long, long time Larzer is finally leaving Southern California uh, for pastures anew in the Pacific Northwest. So, wishing her the absolute best of luck and safe travels, and um, you know, fucking do well, kid. It's gonna be yeah. great. You're gonna love, have a great time. Love you, Amy. Make like some titties and bounce. <laughs> 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 <laughs>